lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again, and we are in the final week of QWI season, y'all. Obviously, last week we uh, culminated the QWI 200 list naming Max the Impaler number one for 2023. Again, congratulations to Max. Congratulations to all 200, as well as the other, like all 550-ish uh, people that I evaluated for the list. Great, great representation of the year that was in LGBTQ Pro Wrestling. And one uh, major part of that year is our guest today, one Giselle Shaw, the quintessential diva, the TNA knockout. We can now officially say with the company um, reverting back to the TNA name starting in January at Hard to Kill. Um, always a fun time to sit down and, and chat with Giselle and you know talk about um, her year and her accomplishments and, and kind of just get into this like really interesting part of her career as you know someone who was greatly inspired by the TNA knockouts finally being able to call herself that properly with the name going back to TNA, you know, to talk a little bit about the QWI, talk a little bit about the history she made with, you know, the New Japan Pro Wrestling co-promoted shows with Impact this this year, just a really great conversation all around. And so I'm I'm not gonna keep y'all waiting that much. Make sure to come back tomorrow, Friday, because the 2023 QWI Awards is voted by you, the fans and listeners of LGBT in the Ring, will be here live on the podcast feed for everyone 9 a.m pacific 12 noon eastern that should be dropping right around that time um so come back tomorrow and check out to see if the people that you voted for won or just to see who y'all voted as the the best in lgbtq pro wrestling this year it's always a fun time um two great guests on that show as well don hollowell and um and bow pancakes from the glitterati on to help me work through all that fun stuff so come back tomorrow for that stick around here in just a minute because we're going to be talking to the quintessential diva giselle shaw all right y'all thank you so much for tuning in to lgbt in the ring we're just gonna take a quick break here to let you know uh ways that you can support the show and say thank you to some very rad people that help make this show uh, as amazing as it is. Um, first off, if you would like to support the show, we are on Patreon now. Patreon.com slash LGBT RingPod. Multiple tiers there for everyone that feels so moved to support this show. We've got numerous people. Uh, Patron benefits over there, uh, including bonus shows that are going to be coming out on a monthly uh, roundtable of those sort of things. So uh, definitely go over and check us out. Uh, again, patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. Every single dollar that is uh, pledged there to support the show is very, very humbling. And we thank you. We also have a, a merch store over on Brainbuster Tees. Go to brainbustertees.com and search LGBT in the ring. Uh, you get t-shirts, tank tops, all kinds of good stuff. And, you know, always looking at some new things as well. But uh, definitely check us out on Brainbuster Tees there as well. 
You can follow the show on social media as well. We're everywhere um, that we have accounts. We're at LGBT RingPod. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, co-host, <laughs> Mastodon, whatever. We're there. Uh, so follow the show there. You can follow me at WonderboyOTM on uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. We also want to give a huge thank you to Sarah and the Safe Word for the show's theme. Formula 666 from the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, or you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp. Another great way to support the show uh, is over at independentwrestling.tv. Check out IWTV for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. You can use our code LGBT ring pod or visit uh, the URL tinyurl.com slash IWTV LGBT. And uh, whenever you, uh, as long as you use that code to open your account and keep that active, we get a kickback from IWTV. So your subscription to watch all the great wrestling that we talk about on this show uh, goes to support the show as well. Thumbs up there. Of course, if you want to read more of my pro wrestling writing, you can check out outsports.com. And if you are into video games, I also co-host a video game news uh, Twitch stream every Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. It's called the Mr. Video Game Super Show. Um, I co-host that with uh, two dear friends and Twitch streamers, uh, Slacker Kite and Lady Merwin. Um, just run through the, the week's gaming news or we throw on a game and play and just have fun and be dumb. It's it's great. But uh, you can check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific over at twitch.tv slash Entertainment. Sun like the star. With that said, let's get back to the show. What's up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to LGBT in the Ring. And I'm very pleased to have as my guest this week returning to the show, fresh off of a top 15 ranking in the QWI 200 for 2023. Uh, you know her as the leader of the Shantourage, the quintessential diva. And I guess we can say at this point now, TNA knockout, Giselle Shaw. Welcome back to the show. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I'm looking forward to having a chat with you. Likewise, likewise. It's always a treat whenever we get the chance to sit down and chat with one another uh, for a little bit, especially considering recent events as we went over like in the in the intro there. You know, we're coming off of the QWI season where, you know, you ended up ranking number 15 overall uh, right. in the list, which is, you know, as as the person who puts that together is always an amazing to see like the accomplishments over the course of a year that just rack up and this really felt like a huge year for you like not just because of like you know the various title matches that you've had at impact and you know the going overseas with with the company as well going to australia yeah. going back to the cave for the first time in a while you know like but those those multiverse united shows really packed in some truly historic moments for you you know being the first yes. out trans woman to compete on a new japan pro wrestling promoted card the first out trans woman to challenge for a new japan pro wrestling championship ever in that company's yes. history um i guess kind of talk to me a little bit about like those having those accomplishments 
like come up for you? Are those things that you're noticing in the moment for yourself or are those things yeah. that you kind of like take a step back from like the, the day to day and, and kind of have a realization later on? So it was really kind of, you know, it's first and foremost, it's really cool. And thank you so much, you know, out sports for putting that list together and having me on that list. You know, it means a lot. Um, but I don't, you know, like when, when I go to work, like I don't really think about like all this stuff, you know, that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing this, you know, like let's just say, for example, with the multiverse, with New Japan, you know, pro wrestling, that I'm the first trans woman to ever compete in the company and over like 50 plus years that they've been, you know, um, <laughs> they've been operating. And then to be the first, you know, trans person to challenge any title in New Japan, like it's just, it's it's so crazy when you see that on paper because I don't think about that stuff. And, you know, it's such an honor and it's such a responsibility as well, you know, uh, having this platform that I just want to be able to, you know, break barriers, um, make historic first and hopefully leave a great legacy that, you know, uh, someone who's going through the exact same thing as me or, uh, that can relate to my story goes, you know what, like she could do it. She chased her dream and I'm going to do the exact same thing. No. And I think that in speaking of your legacy, that's definitely being built, you know, not yes. just this year, but in, in past years as well, you know, but like, I think for a lot of people, a lot of people that I speak to in pro wrestling, I kind of have that same like aspect of like looking at these moments as well. You know, mm -hmm. you're so like in the grind on like the, the day-to-day -day sort of thing that it takes a well, you have to like see it on paper to like have those yes. things click for you whenever you did see that like written out on the list like what was like the first like few thoughts that went into your head oh i was shocked because you know like i would like <laughs> it's, it's it's not something that you would expect you know um to me like i just like i said i i go to work normally i don't think about that stuff and then having you know like at the end of the year where you know companies put this list together and then they tell you like the accomplishments you've had all year it's just uh i was speechless first and foremost it, it is such an honor to be the first one to do it you know there's only one first and that's going to stay with me forever and you know whenever uh, there's another trans person that have opportunities for New Japan. Like my name will always be brought up to be the first one, you know, to break down that door and to somewhat, you know, quote unquote, pave the road for the next generation. How how personally important is it? Like one of those people that is break that are breaking down those barriers in in the pro wrestling. Um, it's super important to me, you know, because I feel like there's so many things. Uh, that people are doing now that they're like, this is the first person who's ever done this. This is this, you know, like you want to be, you want to make history. You want to be remembered as like, you know what, like you're a trailblazer. And um, second of all, it's important to me because I was inspired by the knockouts growing up and the divas. And, you know, like as much as I really looked up to them and I was really inspired by them I couldn't really 100% relate right because there was no representation at that time so it's important to me to be trailblazing now and to show people who are in the community as well as outside that if I can do this you can do this too if you just you know if you if you work really hard and if you just apply learn and apply like the world is your oyster no, and I, I think that definitely speaks volumes, not just in terms of like these historic moments that that you're that you're making yourself, but like 
just kind of widening the scope a bit to impact as as a company, like where there are we y'all have multiple, you know, out LGBTQ members of the roster, you know, all of them that are all of the people that are under contract of the as part of the community made the list this year. You know, you're there with yeah. Speedball and with Jay. Um, and then of course, you know, Sunny with the amazing appearances that she had with the company right there with y'all as well. Yeah. Like I believe all in the top 30 too. So like, that's just amazing to see, like, what is that? What do you think that reflects in terms of impact as, as a company? Like, in, I, I think that, you know, like, I think that like what you said that, you know, people in the community, you know, not just one person, but multiple people um, from impact made that list in the top 30. And I think that's, you know, really speaks volume uh, for the company that the company, you know, really gives opportunities to every single person you know whether like it doesn't matter what you are you know it's just you're getting an opportunity and it's nice to be able to represent the community with impact you know platform and yeah we we just love it and i and it's it's the company to be you know to be in um we're so excited and obviously going to the tna era coming up in january it's just yeah everyone's looking really forward to it I would imagine so, and I, and I do want to talk to you a bit about that that transition to the TNA era as well. But, um, you know, I brought up Sunny Kiss, and I have to ask, you know, having Sunny debut at Bound for Glory and having her first interaction in the ring, be with you and knowing the yeah. history that y'all have had at, at various promotions here and there, specifically Greek Town up in Toronto. Like, I'm curious, like, to get your thoughts on like having Sunny in the fold for for like the time that that she has been in there, and would you would you want to see Sunny become a more regular part of of? Of course, I love Sunny. You know, even though that Sunny eliminated me at Bound for Glory, uh, <laughs> no hard feelings for now. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, she's she's such a great athlete, uh, very gifted, such a great person, and. You know, we really pride ourselves in impact that our locker room is a family. And I feel like Sunny has the qualities to fit just perfectly in the roster. I could definitely see, like, knowing Sunny's personality, I could definitely see her fitting very yeah. well in all of the various, like, videos that y'all posted with the with the knockouts. Doing, I believe yeah. the latest one, the Christmas mess or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I was like, I, I was like, I was like, okay, like let's film this, you know, together. I was like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. And I'm like directing them, like I, you couldn't, you couldn't hear it in the in the video, but I'm like, okay, cool, like right, left, right, left, like turn around and all that stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? So it was really cool, you know. Like sometimes you don't have to have like the perfect videos. Like those videos sometimes are like what makes it just even much better, you know. And hence. A very merry Christmas mess. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like it, it showcases the the camaraderie that that y'all have there and the closeness that is between. Yes, that's an and awesome it's not perfect scene. all the time. You know what I mean? So like, well, I think yeah. that was like such a cool representation of like everyone getting along, but also like having a messy, <laughs> you know, having a messy moment. <laughs> yes, no, it, it it fits into a T. Um, speaking of T, let's talk about TNA. Um, obviously. Big announcement, you know, last month of the going back to the the original branding of the company, um, you know, the the name that really made not just like the 
I guess overall like TNA impact like twenty plus year era of of that company, um, really put it on the map, but also really I think established it as a a major place for women's wrestling with the TNA Knockouts division as well. Mm-hmm. When did you find out that the that Impact was going back to the TNA name and like how are you, how do you feel about that as someone who did like grow up like looking to the TNA Knockouts division as a source of inspiration? Well, so I didn't really know about it until like after Bound for Glory, you know, when they had everyone in, you know, backstage and they just said, hey, <clears throat> there's going to be an announcement after. So, like, you know, like we have monitors and stuff so we can watch the show. And we're like, okay, cool. You know, everyone like huddled up and stuff. And yeah, it's very secretive. Only a few people knew about it. And I mean, there's a video, you know, like a behind the scene video that was shown, you know, to the socials. And it just, I think that really just personified like how everyone felt, the whole locker room felt about going back to the TNA, um, you know, um, and, and it's just, it, it's amazing. I'm really looking forward to it. TNA really gave the knockouts opportunities, you know, at the time that weren't given in other companies and they've really revolutionized you know, the women's division, women's wrestling in general. You know, there's a lot of things that they did that were first. So, you know, to, so for, for us, it's like, um, it's like a regular thing, you know, like, it's not like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the, the, the women are main eventing or this or something or whatever. Like, it's not like, like, it's a big thing. Yes. But it's also normalized at TNA. So um, we can't wait for, oh, you know, what what the future holds, and um, we're just really excited about it. What's been your response to see, like, the fan response? Because obviously looking at, like, you know, the, the in-ring moment when Scott makes the announcement, you know, after after Bound for Glory, yes. and, like, seeing the behind-the-scenes videos and stuff like that, like, we see the wrestlers, you know, and the people that are there in the building, you know, mm-hmm. interacting and being super excited, but then you see, like, just this deluge on social media of everybody just over the moon that that y'all yeah. are going back to the, the TNA name, like what, what do you gather from, from the fan response to the announcement? I think they're just as much, even maybe more excited, you know, um, that we're going back to the TNA brand. Uh, I, I feel like that's what people grew up, you know, uh, watching and it's just the nostalgia as well. You know, like there's so many people that went, um that have worked at TNA wrestling that have now you know worked somewhere else and they're like such a big name so you know I I feel like TNA really is you know the backbone of wrestling like if you're moving on to somewhere else like TNA is where you made your name and like you know um and you're a freaking star at TNA so um yeah I I feel like I, I feel like everyone just wants to be on uh, on this adventure on this ride and we're just really excited for it I can I can definitely understand the excitement for sure. You know, like just just looking at just looking at the passion in Scott's voice, like whenever like just yes. you could see like the blood rushing to his face or being just like <laughs> grunting it out. Like it's just I don't know, like especially too, you know, when the fans are chanting TNA, it's just like it's so surreal. And you're just like, wait, whoa, like this is so insane. Even like, you know, we're working the last, <clears throat> excuse me, the last um impact dates and people are chanting tna tna and i'm just like oh my god this is so surreal like this is legit you know one of my dreams is 
to be in that ring, to be working for that company. And, you know, they switch to impact and then you're just like, okay, cool. Like whatever. It's all good. But then to go back to that and it's just like, Oh my God, like it's a, it's another check for me and my career. And, you know, people that obviously want to be in that, like, for example, Will Ospreay uh, is coming to TNA in January. And one of his dreams was to be in an impact ring. And, you know, it's like, like I said, it's like a dream come true, not only for me, but for a lot of wrestlers. Oh, for sure. Especially like with the announcement this morning, the signing of Kushida, another big, a big yes. like step for, for the company there as it moves back to the TNA name. Yes. Seems like there's a lot of big things on the horizon with with there, the, uh, yes. moving back to TNA. For sure, there are a lot of big things happening in 2024, and you know, um, we're slowly getting into it. Like I said, it's an adventure, it's a ride, and I'm just hoping that everyone goes an adventure with us, and it's gonna be fun. You know, let's go! Like it's a roller coaster, so hop in. <laughs> I know plenty of people that are be ready to get on that ride with y'all, and 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 right off into whatever y'all have between yes. for sure um obviously like you know big event for for the relaunch of tna hard to kill coming up in january that's going to be a really awesome event i want to ask you as we wind down here though i want to go back to the uk tour that y'all last month because i know going over there and, and you have like a rich history of wrestling in the uk for a number of companies over there and being able to have the chance to go back with Impact, not just go back, but step into the ring with someone who, like, you have stepped into the ring with before in Alex Windsor. Um, like, what was, how, how was that for you to finally, like, kind of get back to, to the UK scene and step into the ring with someone like Alex, who, you know, has really risen, brought her name up a lot in yeah. that region since the last time y'all stepped into the ring together? It was so, it was super, super cool for me. I love the UK. I love performing there. I lived there for, you know, at least like three years. Um, made my name in the independent scene in the UK. So, you know, the uh, the country, UK, um, it definitely has, you know, a huge place in my heart and it's very special to me. And to be able to come back there, you know, with Impact Wrestling was just, so freaking cool because then it's like you know it's like all the success all all the hard work that i've done in the independent scene bled me to impact wrestling and then for impact to go there it's just like okay cool like now you can showcase me and stuff and you know uh, i can show people around like this is where i live this is why i love <laughs> the uk and um and and wrestling somebody who you know, I've had like great matches with her and stuff and like she's so talented. She's got a great look as well. And like you said, you know, she's uh, risen um, in the independent scene and she's becoming like a household name as well in the UK. So um, it's almost just like jogging. Wait, what, what's what's the um, what's the, what's the saying? It's like a jog or jogging your memory or something. Like I'm not really quite sure. Like, like jogging, you remember you're like riding a bike or like something. Yes, or it's like yeah. running, running it back together again. You know what there I mean? There you go. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Like, yeah, but it's like on a different platform, like, you know, a much bigger platform. And not only does it showcase me, but it showcases her as well. And, you know, we just, we just had so much fun. And the feeling that, you know, like when I went out there, it was just like, whoa, this is so crazy because it's like I'm the bad person. 
And then they're just like quintessential. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Like, wow, this is, yeah, it's amazing. And wrestling in front of the UK fans, it's just, it's like a different, you know, it's, it's a different feeling. It's a different thing. And one must experience it if you haven't. No, I, I definitely get that vibe. And I can't blame the UK fans for wanting to chant for the quintessential diva, honestly, even if you are supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Giselle, this has been a whole lot of fun. It always is whenever we get the chance to have you on the show. Thank you again for taking the Thank time you. out today. Um, let everybody know where they can find you online and what's coming up as we see the transition from Impact to TNA. Yeah. So you know what? You can find me on socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Giselle Shaw08. And we're just so excited because, like we said, TNA is back. Hard to kill January 13th in Las Vegas. And we also have Snake Eyes the next day, January 14th. And we're just so excited. And let's just, let's up and go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Thank you, Giselle. Thank you. My thanks once again to Giselle for taking the time to come on the show today and for all of the very kind words about uh, the the work that goes into the QWI. I I say this all the time, but I wouldn't be able to do a project like that year after year without amazing people like Giselle, like so many, many other people within our community um, that are working to break down barriers and to create these historic moments um, for our community within the pro wrestling world. So you know i i put all of the thanks on on to y'all uh the wrestlers and the personalities within the pro wrestling world um just amazing work it's it's a labor of love i say that a lot but i say it because it's true um and i'm excited to do it again next year we still got one more day though of qwi season tomorrow friday come back 2023 qwi awards myself don hallowell Val Pancakes from the Glitterati are going to be here to unveil all of the winners in our various categories for 2023. And then that'll close the book on our fourth proper QWI season, I guess, even though the first list wasn't ranked. Eh, it's fine. Four years. It's, it's four years of really awesome, awesome um, work and awesome celebrations of our community within the pro wrestling space. And it, it just keeps getting more exciting every year. Honestly, it really does. It really does. That's going to do it for us today though. So come back tomorrow for that, for the award show as we wrap up QWI season. Um, Before we go though, as always, if you uh, would like to support the show further, you can do so over at patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. We just had our last episode of required reading our Patreon exclusive bonus show go up um earlier this week uh talking about uh, the invisible man versus invisible stan and talking about that in conversation with the orson wells classic film essay uh f for fake uh so hollis and i really dig into that it's a really fun show i definitely suggest uh if you want to check that out you can join at the five dollar tier over the bonus love tier over at patreon.com slash LGBT ring pod. 
Um, of course, over there, you can also join the roster of lovelies at the $3 tier and join this wonderful group of names that we that we shout out on every episode of LGBT in the Ring because of the support they give us. People like Jerry Legend, Val Capone, and Alexi. Diehards here from the beginning with, with the launch of the Patreon earlier this year. Um, and I and, and they've been avid supporters all through the years, back when we were, you know, part of the Outsports Podcast Network and now being independent. Just the same as all of you listeners. Uh I, this show would not be what it is without the audience continuing to engage with what we do and to enjoy what we do. And so I thank all of y'all so much, so much. I'm in a very thankful mood here. We're at the end of QWI season. All right. We're in, we get in that and we go straight into Outsports Awards um, the, <laughs> the following week and then into the holidays. And then January comes and we go into Wrestle Kingdom and Journo January. Although I might be rethinking that name because that might not necessarily apply fully to everything that we do during Journo January anymore, considering some of the people that we talk to. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a, a better media month. And, and no, we're still going to be talking to members of, of wrestling media. Don't get me wrong. And, and people, you know, that work within the medium of pro wrestling in, in the ways that, that, that they do. So, but I'm excited to keep this ball rolling all the way downhill into 2024 and beyond. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I really am. I really am. I'm saying that as I'm holding back a yawn. That's how much power I have right now. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop rambling. Thank you for tuning in. Come back tomorrow for the award show. Uh, and until then, y'all stay messy. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated. And shout out to the first ever out LGBTQ double world champion, Alex Kane. Bye. Everybody's ready to die. Everybody's ready to die. They didn't see it coming from the top of the bridge. She made it